All right, and we reveal March Distro. Mar- Marches, Marches, Marches. March Distro? Distro. The Distro for March? It's too much wheat tea. Um, yeah, you can rearrange that. that however you want. Nah, we're good. Hey, you I know what? Like that's good. Should we say the Distro for March? That's a Since really it's good be idea, the third Joel. week of February. Shouldn't it just be the next Distro? And we reveal, yeah, we'll just say because that. I, because we're, you know, well, this releases next week. We should call it something. We need to name this something else. Yeah, that way, that way, yeah, it's not, it's not a month distro because, it's because not. It's, obviously, yeah, yeah, that was always doomed to fail. Right, I, you know, in hindsight, it's it's two episode distro. Our by our twofer twofer <laughs> our twofer. Uh, <laughs> then they might think we're going to do two two distros. Two for one. Yeah, no, we're just doing two episodes, man. That's a twofer. The bi-monthly. Yeah, you do that. The biannually. The bib snap a I don't know. Bib snap a That's uh, some gobbledygook right there. You know what? We could we could be like, hey, <laughs> we'll call help it us name this. The distro of the every other. Do y'all think we should put it to the community to at least give us ideas? Give us some ideas. What should we call this segment? Coming up in this episode, we mix up Debs and RPMs, we sip on a LaCroix, trim the hedges, and we reveal the next distro, which is Stick Around. And welcome to the Linux user space. I'm Leo. And I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. We were having this conversation. The conversation was chat platforms. And we were talking before the show, which, by the way, if you want to see that part of Patreon, right? Yeah? 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 yeah. Five dollars. Only. Five dollars. Yeah. Five Only, only, only. And you said you had an iPhone 4S because we're talking about how do we do this? We have too many chat platforms. So let's just continue that conversation. Yeah. Last Apple iDevice that I owned was an Apple iPhone 4S. Yeah. That was a while ago now. That's the tall skinny one, right? I think that. So that's the one that converted me. That's the one where I was like, okay, I've resisted enough. I'm tired of running my custom ROMs on my droids because they die in five minutes or I just have to turn my phone off every day and back on. So that's when I was like, all right, I'll try this. And then I never so went back. I you would, too, I, at, at yeah. the four stage? Four, whatever the tall one was. 4S? I think it was the 4S or the five. It was one of those. Bigger screen than the other ones. It was fancy. I it was know. still when Android was like mocking Apple openly about screen size, but it I was, think, but it, yeah. but they just went like an inch, like an inch taller. <laughs> wow! So I resisted a lot longer than you guys. Uh, I think the well, I, and and Dan, you didn't. No, even, it was the five. Uh, so no, the so five. that was oh, that was okay. the last one I had. So I switched the other direction at the same time. Joe said it was great. Yeah, that's oh. when I yeah I, I I yeah five or the five S one of those two. Anyways, yes, got on and. Never went back. Bought an iPad. Got like I'm just like, there's no reason to use Android ever again in my life. 
ever, 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 ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that vibe because I think I, I resisted a whole lot longer than you did, Joe. Uh, it was around iPhone 10 time. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, it was about iPhone 10 time because my, wow. my wife got the 10 and she had uh, she, she couldn't sell the 7 or she didn't want to sell the 7. That, that was a reason we didn't get rid of it. And uh, my phone, you were talking about the reboots. It was, I mean, almost oh, once a day. Every I day. had a, uh, a Nexus 6P, so it was a Google phone. And... Yeah, I just got to the point where, and this is a stock ROM where I had to reboot almost every single day to get Oof. things running right. Uh, the screen had a high, D, it was a high DPI screen. It was bigger than 1080p, but it didn't seem like the graphics processor was up to it because there was a lot of stuttering all over the place. And uh, I was just like, you know what? Why not? Let me just let me just charge it up and play with it and get my apps on it and see what happens. And man, just the buttery smoothness of everything. I mean. Say what you want to about the walled garden approach, man. But I mean, you can't ride unless you are this tall on in the app store. And so, I mean, if, if things, at least the big name stuff, it all works fantastically. So yeah, it stole me away at that point. So I was on a seven plus until, uh, until recently, until I got, uh, the 12 mini, which apparently is not selling great, but I love it. Is it is not. In fact, when you said you got that, I was like, oh, you, you oh, okay. <laughs> but actually, I should figured there was a market for it because Apple's pretty good about going, eh, this is what they want. Let's, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but They've yeah, done some research. The, and before anybody writes and was like, ah, it's because you were using crap. I always had like flagship Android phones. I've always had flagship phones, like whatever they are at the time. Like I was when the droids first came out, the Motorola droids, like that was the phone to have. I had the Samsung Galaxy Nexus. I had the uh, HTC Thunderbird. Like I tried Thunderbolt. I tried them all like <laughs> multiple times and battery life, rebooting, garbage apps, just the most. My brother would show me a, a, an app and I'm like, wow, that looks so nice. Does it actually work? How much, how, how, how much of your identity was stolen by the person who wrote that app that trash app that shouldn't be on your phone in the first yeah. place uh yeah but you 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 nailed it with the battery life i mean a a th at the at the time a three-year-old phone hmm. out battery lifed you know my my nexus 6p and it, it was I, I couldn't believe it i could not believe it I, I could barely get a day out of my 6p and this rickety old three-year-old phone Mm -hmm. could last me two and a half days of, you know, I played yeah. games on it, you know, like it was not uh, barely noticeable. It was in your face different. And, and I mean, as far as battery life goes, it was better. I, I got to say, I've, I've found the Motorola phones to be a little more pure, if you will. And I've had okay. good luck with the battery life. I haven't had a real big problem with, you know, stuttery or slow or any of that That's stuff. Good. You get the normal application problems as far as there's some junky ones out there and you just got to watch what you get. Yeah, Apple's got a few of those too. You could probably get some junky ones on the Apple store too. They just aren't selling your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually they ask permission to sell your soul. Right. Yeah. That's they the will difference. ask you first. <laughs> they, yeah. they do. They're, they're, they've done a better job with that stuff on Android as well, I think. As far as honestly, I went to Apple for the security and privacy aspects of things. That makes sense. It wasn't because of the battery life. It wasn't because this was better or that was better. It just turned out that those things were also very nice to have. But yeah, I mean, I, I went for the fact that uh, 
you know, oh, what do they call that? The the secure enclave. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that kind of stuff. That's what that's what bowled me over. And I'll say, so also to be fair, I know Android has come a long way since then, like yeah. a long way. Oh yeah, this was a, sure. a while ago now, and I know, like I was actually really tempted a while back to get like a pixel phone or something just to play just to get it and yep to see how things are, are going i know it's come a long way not disparaging it these days but back then it was just night and day and yeah actually back to our conversation what i fell in love with the most about the phone was iMessage and what yeah. started this conversation is like Leo and I were both like, oh, yeah, when you're texting someone and all of a sudden their name pops up green, you're like, oh, gosh, <laughs> these guys are on an Android. Oh, phone. Let's, yeah. let's just move this to Telegram or WhatsApp. Like, let's find a, an actual chat platform. SMS yeah. should be done by now. It is just ridiculous that it's not. And Google has had a lot of platforms, uh, uh, Hangouts, Allo. Uh, right. What are the other 900 apps they've I don't killed know. off? They've killed the off a whole bunch of those things. Yeah. And it's just like. But then you see a lot of the other ones come in too. Like you, you mentioned Telegram and WhatsApp. Yeah. And I mean, there's like a billion out there you can choose too from. Too many. With all of the crazy stuff that happened in January, Telegram and Matrix, or mm. not Matrix, Signal, saw a huge, huge influx of users. Right. right? And uh, we were talking about Matrix before that yep. as well. And And I've kind of jumped in full force into matrix which is great it's a great app for me and it's a great platform um because it allowed me to dump some of the irc channels that i had because matrix natively will bridge into your irc channels too so i can monitor those that i was monitoring anyway just i can consolidate into one application so that helps you're telling me that i can join I mean, just IRC channels on mm-hmm. Freenode or SpotChat yep. or something. Yeah, Freenode stuff for from, sure. Um, from just the app, like the Element app on the phone or what? Yep. I'm using Element on my phone and I'm using Element on the desktop, but it works with the other, you know, Fluffy Chat or whatever, NeoChat, whatever whatever one you pick. So what is its Interesting. feature? What's the, the, the thing that I should be... Like I've I've got it. I've been on Matrix for a while, like on the Element app. Like I've got, but I just I got in it's and Mastodon, I'm like, right? I'm like, ah, it's it's very Telegram like, I guess. Is it? So yeah, it has some of the same things. I can tell. I haven't opened the app in a while because it looks so much better than it did before. <laughs> and I've got eight million messages. <laughs> it it yeah. looks pretty good. And on the desktop, it's basically an Electron app, so it looks just like the web, but you know, a little cleaner. Um, so yeah, no, it it looks, it looks very decent. I think. All right, Dan. All right. We're moving the whole show over to matrix. I didn't say we should do that. Doing it right now. Let's get off discord into this chat on integration in the video, right? right In the video. (laughs) But it, 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 we talk about encryption matrix. The, the protocol has encryption and element will let you do encrypted chats. So do you think, do you think, here's my question. Do you think, do you think Dan, Dan, do you think? I'd try not to think. No, why would I start thinking now? Dan, do you think that Matrix is where all the little whippersnappers are going to be? Are all the cool kids going to no. be in Matrix? I don't no, they think went so. to Discord. Is it just going to be a bunch of us dorks sitting there talking about stuff? It's going to be us okay. gray beards talking about the good old days. I don't it's know. It's Telegram 2.0 is what you're saying. Is I think so. Is that what you're saying, Dan? 
It's IRC 2.0. Oh, it's even worse. It's IRC <laughs> 2.0. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh stop, Dan. We haven't even stop. made it to the Telegram phase. Oh, yeah. Dan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's got those features, right? I mean, you can obviously yeah. send stickers to people and animated GIFs and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? And okay. you've got reactions and you got all those things that you get on the other platforms. Yeah. Can you do the whole, like, reply to this message in line? You can do like, a reply. Um, okay. Kind of does right. a little a pen business, but yeah. Maybe I'm conflating the two because I, I really am not familiar with it. So is it is it Mastodon that gives you like the Facebookish style? So Mastodon stuff? is the Twitter alternative. Okay, okay. So this this is something I would be interested in. Are there tons of people on Mastodon? There's a fair bit Are there of tons Linux of people things. We... I, I don't Hold know on, about let's, a let's bunch of people. Dan, Dan, are are there people we care about on Mastodon? What do you care about, I guess? Uh, <laughs> if you care about Linux. People with things. People that talk about things. Is like is Manjaro sh- on yes, Mastodon. System76 so. on Mastodon. Is the Linux kernel tweets on Mastodon. Like is all this okay, stuff. Okay, the first couple maybe because they have social media presence, but the kernel, no. <laughs> right, I know. They're, they're not on Twitter. <laughs> they, they multi-post, right? They post to Twitter yeah. and Mastodon at the same time. So you'll see the same post come through. Um, what a terrible name, Mastodon. Yeah. Who came up with that? I don't know about that, but archaeologist? Like what? Oh come on! People said the same thing about Twitter. Twitter? What are you? What are you? Yeah, but you can't. On? But it's stupid too. I'm That's catchy saying, though. Mastodon is a mouthful. <laughs> At least Twitter's quick. Like if you got to have yeah. a stupid name, it's got to be a quick one. Twitter tweet. What is a what? So what? What? What are you doing if you're sending a Mastodon? It's two. Is it a tusk? Are you sending a tusk? No, is really, it a toot? it's toot. It's toot. Toot. No. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, toot your own horn? Okay, I think you just killed the whole thing. I don't know if I can join Mastodon now. I'm going to, like, what am I going to tell someone? I-, I just tooted. Do they say, like, hey, I just tooted on Mastodon? You you boost Did, did he thank you? Yeah. Like, I, I don't like, know. What's, what's the reaction to that? Oh, wait, so re- retweeting is a boost? Yep, it's a boosted toot. <laughs> a boost of okay. I mean, I, I can get I can get along with boot boost. I don't know if I can get along with toot. Like okay, I mean, all right. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't make these uh, things up. I mean, because you're like you're like tooting your horn. They're talking about tooting your horn. That's what they're talking it is. about. It is right. But toot is one of those words. Mm-hmm. I guess tooting your horn's better than blow your horn because it's it's, okay. it's kind of fun. I don't know. I I get it. I get it. So you're on Mastodon. Dan, can I harass you on all of these platforms? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm in. You totally can. Okay. Yeah. All me. right. I am on Mastodon. All right. So maybe maybe on the next show's housekeeping, we'll have... Um, and, and those usernames are so weird, man. It's like at Leo, at Leo, at Leo, at Leo, at Leo dot Mastodon dot org slash something or another. And it's like, what even is that? I know it's like where you created your account and your Is there an user- official app? Oh. I use Feta Lab on my phone. Feta, what even? Like cheese? Like yeah. Fedi, like federate. Fed, oh, federated. Fed, Fed, Feta Lab. That's what that's called. It's very crumbly, and you add it to your lettuce. Yeah. Um, hey, for four dollars, I can buy the Toot app. Ugh. I don't think I'd spend four dollars <laughs> on that, but like, um, or I can. Well, you I can use get the web two, client two, two, on two toys. Two toys. Toot to us? Joe, you can toot for free. I can toot for free? With the Element app. No, you oh, can't toot can join, from Element. Okay. Oh, you can't toot from... El- 
Wait, so, okay. So the whole conversation was we have too many apps and too many chat protocols. So you're telling me that if I want to get on Matrix and then I want to get on Mastodon, I, gotta, I already got to have two different apps? Correct. And you got to toot. I thought this was supposed to, like, simplify it no, all. No, there's no simple. Uh, I am on all no, the platforms, okay. though. Uh, you can probably find me. There's Tootle for Mastodon. Tootle, Tootle is, is less offensive than Toot. So, yeah. I mean. I, but so these are all like third-party apps. What are we even doing? Yeah, could they be. Don't have don't, like a, they don't have like an app. Is it, is it like a, is it like, I, ele, like, mass, like a Matrix no, where you got to have like Element, like a, yes. somebody's doing the app and then somebody else is doing Correct. the technology? Yep. Yeah, because they're, they're all <sighs> federated instances, federated servers, and they, they connect on the back, back side, but everybody's running their own instance. So I'm and, pretty much going to have to do a Google search. What's the best way to, to get on Mastodon on, on an iPhone? There, there's okay, a, there, see, I don't know about the iPhone. There's a really important point to make here. And that is, Joe, what did you just said? You had to do a search. I'm going to have, because well, I don't trust yeah. any of that. I don't want to just install a random app. Yeah. But my point. Yeah, that's crazy, is right? Is that we are nerdy enough to do that. Yes. We, we are nerdy enough to track it down and figure out some instructions. This is why nobody ever will be on Matrix any of or this. Mastodon. Any of this. Probably because right. you already, because step you, one, search. Nope. I'm right. noped out. Just because most people just nope. Because you know what someone's going to happen? Seek out your an instance to join. Like right. because, exactly. unless you oh. want to run your own, because they encourage right. that. But right, nobody's got at time least, for that. At least really? Telegram was like, "Hey, get on Telegram. It's the yeah. apps. What's the app called? It's called Telegram." Okay, I feel like yeah. I can put those two things together. Join here. Somebody's going to come up Boom, to me and I'm go, on. "Oh, yeah. let me get I on get Matrix. It. How do I get on Matrix? Do I get the Matrix app?" No, you gotta you gotta tootle over to the Element app, and then you gotta mastodon your way into a tweet so you can tweet oh, the, no. the yeah. It's no. You gotta join an instance and get it federated, yeah. and yeah, you gotta no, be federated. I gotta join Star Trek now with the Federation. Like it's really weird. Yeah. Well, you gotta learn Klingon to log on the first time. Right. So I mean, that's I'm not out. too far away. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. I think that's that's kind of the it's too it's much. the barrier to entry. For sure. It's, it's a big one. It is a big one. And this is yeah. why Signal will win. You know, like signal? It, it's, it's not, not the easiest thing to handle Signal and all the encryption and all that kind of stuff and understanding what perfect forward secrecy is and things like that. But, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to know what PFS is to, to get onto Signal and send someone an encrypted message. You don't have to know. But with Matrix and all this, you got to know. It's not why Signal's going to win. It's why WhatsApp is winning. It's why Facebook Messenger is winning. Absolutely. It, because nobody is going to, like only us dorks are going to come do this. Like nobody's going to do this. Yeah, you might be Until able to somebody, set up your family members and some of your friends, but- you, I'm not. I'm not because they're going to well, be like- you might I, be able to. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I'm like, hey, I'm probably going to be like, hey, I'm trying to get on Mastodon. I'm like, well, you got to launch the Tootle app for the ninth time. Get on Tootle and then you can Mastodon Tootle me <laughs> with a toot. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. It's not, like, oh, you're man. not going to keep... Yeah, no, it just needs to... Okay. If you have your entire family on Mastodon or and you're all tooting and tooting to each other, send us a message. I want to know who you are. I want to know what circles you run in. And I want to see the Venn diagram that our lives intersect because I don't believe it's possible. I don't think it exists. Yep. Is Kevin Bacon on uh, that? Surely. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we are. It's been 
Seven and a half months. I mean, it's been a month. <laughs> it felt that way. Nah. <laughs> okay, it felt like it was. It felt like it was twenty years ago. Is it what did it feel felt long, like. But I think there's just been a lot of events happening in the last month. I think. There sure has. Uh, we had an ice storm this week. We had all kind of crazy stuff. So. Uh, mm. Thankfully, Leo survived. We're happy he's here. I survived the great fill up your toilet with snow water apocalypse uh, so you can flush your toilet. Yeah, I've, yes. I survived. Yep. Those yeah. of you watching the video feed realized he stocked up on beer and is fine. So Yeah, had, you got to stay hydrated, man. When there's no running water, you got to figure out some way to stay hydrated. And it just happened to be uh, black tea, cold, and uh, wheat and barley tea, right? Yeah, That's barley it. water. Yeah, Bar- uh, Barley water. So Leo, the maniac that he is, has been locked indoors for two days looking at nothing but PC Linux OS. Actually, yeah. And that is, the, <laughs> that's the truth. It's, so. it, I got to say, it's where, it's where most of my opinions are going to come from mm-hmm. uh, when, when I had nothing else to do but live on PC Linux OS. So I've, yeah. I've got opinions, man. All right. So we're going to uh, take a little walk, as we like to do, down memory lane, Ooh. look at the history where did PC Linux come from? And is PC Linux an OS or is it a POS? They oh, they, they say they are. It's in the name, PC Linux OS. OS. So they're a so whole operating system. They're a whole operating system. All right. So if we take a walk back to circa 2000, there's a gentleman. His name is Bill Reynolds. And this guy, he loves packaging. He's just really into packaging. I looked at a couple interviews and every time he's like, I love to package code and put stuff together. Um, and that's cool. One interview, he actually said, it is like a puzzle where all the pieces have to fit together or the code doesn't work. And uh, we all know when it doesn't work, <laughs> it really is no yeah. fun on a computer. So, um, so that uh, love of packaging uh, led him into, he started to maintain his own set of RPM, RPMs for Mandrake. And uh, from what I could tell, the idea was that these provided uh, a little bit of -of out-of-the-box niceties for Mandrake to just make the OS a little bit more user-friendly, just a little get-up-and-go. Kind of reminded me, and you guys are going to probably call me out on this, but I was thinking of kind of like the copper repo or just something Mm -hmm. that you get in and you're just like, okay, just give me all the stuff. Yeah, like give give me the stuff that I actually care about. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The stuff that makes your audio work, so you can watch YouTube. And yeah. Anyways, whatever we were doing back in the early aughts. Sure. So let, let me let me say real quick, Mandrake though is one of the other times where. Uh, so so I started with Slackware. This is where really where like everything blossomed, and I kind of started to like Linux. But um, prior to that, there was a little inkling. I went to a Circuit City now defunct, um, and I picked up a boxed copy of. Mandrake. Okay. Wow. I could not tell you what version it was, but the the thing that that really like struck me about Mandrake was that they had this like install in you know kind of like how Wubi yes. used to be on Ubuntu where you could install it in Windows and then reboot into it and do all that. Like they they had one of those. And that was my that was my uh one of one of my early um kind of experiences with Linux and I got to say uh the modem didn't work. This, mm. this is this is dial-up days, by the way. Win modem. So modem did not uh, late work. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Modem did not work, so yeah, trashed it pretty quick. But yeah. I did not know that you didn't have to pay for Linux. Like my all of my experience was go get a copy of Windows ninety eight, yeah. go buy a copy of it, and so I'm like, oh, so you must have to buy Linux too? No, you bought the book 
that it came with, which was interesting reading, by the way. And that shows you how nerdy I am. I, yeah, like, well, I enjoyed reading the uh, the user manual. So helpful. Anyway, reference. I'll stop sidetracking us. Yeah. Well, I never used Mandrake, so I'm glad one of us did. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he does this for a couple of years. Uh, and around 2003, he starts getting interested in the live CD project. And we know that all went far and turned into live USB. Anyways, all of these different yeah. things that uh, actually modern Linux, we we know. We even talk about it still. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a live disk? Do you have a live, even though right. none of us use a disk anymore? But, or, you know, a USB. Um, and uh, he actually starts working pretty closely with them. And they end up developing a new distribution. And this is based off a fork of Mandrake 9.2. Now, it takes a little bit to get rolling, of course, because you don't just do this overnight. But by May 2007, a lot of this work happened in 2006, 2005. But by this time, May 2007, after several preview releases and using this snapshot of Mandriva now, which was formerly Mandrake, uh, to create a brand new, unique code base. They spent about six months or longer pulling and incorporating patches from the likes of uh, Fedora, from Gentoo, and even Debian. And along with incorporating the advancements that Mandrake, now Mandriva, had made over the course of that time, PC Linux OS 2007 is released. And it is featuring a custom-themed KDE 3.5.6 and kernel 2.6.18. Good times. Felt like that. Yeah. Felt like that over the past few weeks. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Um, So going forward, uh, pretty much iterative releases. You know, now think about this. It's a rolling release, right? So for the most part, once you install, you're just, you're upgrading. But in 2009, there was a, I believe a, a code base change to the to the fact that you couldn't upgrade anymore. You, this was a fresh install. No matter what you'd been doing before, you get to uh, the 2009 release, it was no longer, this was the last one that was compatible. After that, uh, you were going to have to uh, do a new install, fresh install. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is also the final version to be shipping, the K Desktop Environment 3, as Ooh. we all know and love. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Pour one out. Um, but uh, when I was looking through some of the interviews and things, and I looked, I looked at, man, I must've read through 15, 16 reviews of PC Linux OS because there was a lot of writing going on the internet at the time. So they would get, you know, various writers. They, they all had their little issues, but for the most part, they loved it. Like they really, really I didn't find one that just trashed it. That mm-hmm. was just like, this is garbaggio. It was nothing like that. In fact, one of them, uh, it says by its fans, it was dubbed the Distro Hopper Stopper. Nice. That's bold. That's bold. That is bold. That's pretty especially, bold. Especially for that time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. And stay tuned. We'll decide whether or not it was our Distro, Distro Hopper, Hopper Stopper. stopper. Mm. Is it a showstopper? Mm. So. Uh, along with KDE 3, K Desktop Environment, the cool desktop environment. Cool, baby. Uh, they had some uh, remastered versions, they call them. Basically, I guess what we would call today community editions, but some remastered editions that featured GNOME, uh, GNOME 2, of course, at the time, LXDE and XFCE. And 
Uh, something else I just thought was hilarious, but their ISOs naming convention at the time, you could download the mini me, which was the minimalistic or the big daddy. No Wait, affiliation. big daddy who? Yeah, no, Hold on, no, who? Nope. No affiliation. Oh, oh. <laughs> no affiliation. I, oh, uh, okay. But I got excited big, for a minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You guys remember that guy? He was cool. Yeah, yeah, he was cool. I like him. The Big Daddy version had all the options. So, um, well, a lot of the options. And a pretty, pretty long list of applications and, and things that came installed. Uh, I think at one point, too, they switched to uh, the full Monty. <laughs> so these guys. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, hey. The whole thing. <laughs> what we yeah, they got the whole thing. So uh, creative, I, I would uh, venture to say. Uh, the April 19th, 2010 release brought with it KDE4. And along with that, a new kernel and a few new DEs, Enlightenment and OpenBox. And uh, pretty much uh, they stayed on this yearly release cycle. Again, I would say, and I couldn't find this anywhere for sure, but I, like most rolling releases, they're taking a snapshot, packaging it. You can go get it. But once you're in, you're just kind of rolling along. Um, now. Moving forward, oh, also, another highlight was that April 2013 brought their first 64-bit release as well as their first live USB solution. What a day when live USB started to be a thing. Don't you guys yeah. think? Yeah, it's so cool. It was great. It's, it's the best thing ever. It's, it's how I repair everything. It's mm -hmm. it's awesome. Like, uh, right. I don't know what's next, but it's it's hard to think about like what's going to be from that for that tool, like what's going to be next or what's better. Uh, I guess they'll just continue to make it better, but it was slicing the loaf of bread. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. It was a big deal. So now we flash forward to 2015 and a new respin is announced. And this is where we're going to detour. Here just a it little is. Bit. Here it goes. Bring it. TDE. The Trinity Ooh. desktop environment was coming to PC Linux OS. Now, Yay! yeah, of course, when we saw this as an option, as we were trying to pick out which distro we wanted to do this past month, I think everybody said, Trinity, yes, let's go back in time and check out KDE because we all have got a fond soft spot. For, yeah, we were there for classic KDE. Yeah. It's really cool stuff. And, and, um, so we did it and we're going to talk about our experiences here shortly, but to talk about TDE and kind of where it came from, I thought we'd fire up the Wayback Machine, and I promise you to find articles on this. I had to fire up the Wayback Machine. I One page, I swear I sat there 30-some seconds for it to load and find. I thought, oh, it's not going to pull. It's not going to pull. Black screen, black screen, black screen. I refreshed one more time, black screen, black screen. And then all of a sudden the text popped up and I was like, yes, yes, I need this article. Nice. So they, they had, they had, I guess they kind of had a situation like Manjaro did where like everything just poofed. And then they're like, oh, don't worry. We, we set it right. up again. And it's, yeah. it's over here We're, now. It's over yeah. here, don't, yeah. Don't mind that all the other links are broken though. <laughs> yes. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Don't yeah, look exactly. At him. There's nothing to see there. I found some uh, some release announcements and the the links just didn't work. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were gone. They were toast. So uh, they may have also migrated all their stuff over and just didn't care to bring sure. it because it was old. I don't know. But I did find some of it on the Wayback Machine and that was cool. So we're going to look back into a time, a time when GNOME 3 and KDE 4.0 were going to end humanity as we know it. We can't guys, let them do this. We have to do something. No. 
If you think the whining and complaining about Gnome 40 is bad, will hold my beer because the early 2010s were like explosive. Just Gnome 3 was an abomination. And, and Mate was born. Yeah. Cinnamon. And Mate and, I mean, there's so many things that came out of that, right? Right. It is. It is. A lot came out of it. And typical Linux, like we want all the innovation. We want progress. We want development and all of that. Just don't ever change anything. Yeah. Ever. If ever, you change anything, I'm going to fork it. And I'm going to fork that fork. fork. Yeah. Yep. Don't change it. I like it the way it is. Get off my lawn, kids. Yep. <sighs> So we documented the struggles with KDE 4.0 back in episode whatever it was when we did our deep dive on uh, Plasma. Good research on that one. What Mm. one was that one? Neon. It was Neon. Neon. Yes, Neon. When we did our deep dive into KDE and Plasma. So we won't rehash that. But around 2010, uh, there was still a solid user base of KDE 3.5 that just didn't like the direction that 4.0 was taking. And we we talked about the struggles. There were some efficiency struggles. Yeah. Er, early days of 4 were rough. 4, so. four was not the place to be. Yeah. 5, once 5 came out, uh, yeah. 5 was the sweet spot. Even yeah. the end of 4 wasn't bad, but the early days, not good. Well, it's like yeah. Vista, right? It yeah. doesn't matter what happened at the end of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Because once Service Pack 1 came out in Vista, it was like, oh, this, this is totally usable. And actually yeah. looks kind of, no, it doesn't matter. Nobody yeah. will ever fondly remember Vista. No. 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 And everyone will say it that way. And it annoys me because it's Vista. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so we have this uh, user base, KD 3.5. They don't want to move forward with 4.0. Don't like the direction. Enter Mr. Timothy Pearson. Uh, Timothy had worked on the KDE 3.5 remix of Kubuntu uh, after they had moved on to KDE 4.0. So armed with some experience and an obvious passion for 3.5, the Trinity desktop was born. And uh, the name makes sense. So if we think about the the word Trinity, its roots come from the Latin Trinus, meaning threefold and translated later into Middle English as Trinity. That's your English lesson for today, kids. Come back next week for more. Come back next week when we talk about the roots of Leo's hair and how they haven't changed color. (laughs) I'm telling you, the video is a whole other angle, man. It's a whole other angle. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, basically a fork of KDE 3.5.11. They continued versioning scheme, the same versioning scheme up until uh, 2014 when they switched from uh, 3.5.0 whatever dot whatever to this r14 and since then it's been r14 point releases but uh they're very clear on their site that tde is not a continuation of kde 3.5 but it's become its very own desktop environment and i could say that that definitely was true um i know when you get in the trinity desktop it takes you back immediately it's like oh wow it's like the snapshot and in the history of time of of desktop linux um, but that said, it's packaged and available for all the modern distros, Ubuntu, Fedora, OpenSUSE, PC Linux OS. I mean, you name them, there's a, et cetera. There's a ton of them out there. Um, and to this day, Trinity is available on PC Linux OS in the mini me and big daddy variety. So they've even uh, kept that daddy. going, nice. even though PC Linux OS has ditched those two. So yeah, so let's talk about Trinity for a little bit. Um, we started there because- we did. Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I stayed. 
I stayed. Until like one hour ago when I installed Plasma on top of it. Yeah, I rode the Trinity bus the whole way. Yeah. Nice. It it was cool. I, I to be honest, it was like fun. I, yeah, I spent a solid two hours just looking around. I, I installed it and I was just like, oh, oh, look at this. Oh, this is so cool. Remember this? I'm showing my wife. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> but look, 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 this is, look. And uh, yeah, it was just really neat to to, to go through and, and uh, tinker with and uh, not not amazing on a 4K screen. Mm. Uh, oh, so I did, that might I be just a killer. I, yeah. just, I just, I couldn't find any scaling uh, and it might be there. Oh, there's Allie, not. I apologize no. if it's there and I missed it, but uh, I, I just, I, I just changed to 1080p and it was fine. Um, but that's always my fight. But uh, yeah, it was a blast. I really enjoyed it uh, yeah, playing with it. And it's still KDE, so there's a ton of settings and different things you can change. So yeah, it's different, but kind of the same in the sense that a lot of customization can be done. Look, okay, uh, I got to say, there is a soft spot in my heart for Trinity. Uh, I mean, really for just KDE 3, right? Because Trinity kind of has, uh, has its own stuff. But there is a soft spot there. But sometimes I forget that soft spot is rooted in about 2002 when keyboard-driven audio and screen brightness weren't <laughs> like at the fore. They, they, were, they were actually they were coming out at that time when you were able to do that. But did Linux support it? No. So th- did KDE3 support it? No. So does Trinity support it? No. <laughs> all, <laughs> all of the buttons at the top of my ThinkPad, they just don't work. Right. I'm over here doing like the brightness and yeah, volume up and down. Maybe maybe Mm -hmm. I'll do my my mic mute. No, that didn't work either. Volume up and down. No, that didn't work either. Does Wi-Fi turn off? No, that didn't work either. So those buttons on top are basically useless, but they don't work because they're meant to do the media key first and I got to do the function key to do the F key. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. uh, Yeah, that was different. How about the uh, two finger scrolling on your uh, mouse pad? How did you enjoy oh, that on? Uh, oh that, no no no! You couldn't use two fingers. Right. Just one finger, and yeah, but over it's on in the a very side. specific spot. Over on the side. <laughs> yep, and you had to remember. You had to remember yeah. those old gray, yep. those dark gray yep. and light gray Dell Inspirons, <laughs> and they had like paint that, that like they had uh-huh. actual on the yeah. on the trackpad it was itself. On the trackpad. There was a yeah. little area. It was like a big eye. Yeah, the top and the bottom of the spot and the line down the middle, and you just yep. move exactly. your finger. Exactly. Yep. And so you had to get your finger in there and scroll. And then I'm over here on my ThinkPad, like t- trying to two finger scroll, and it just nothing would happen. <laughs> nothing. I'm like, what? Oh my god, did I break it? What happened? I, I I just installed the hard drive into this thing. Maybe maybe I blew it up. You blew no, it up. you had to get your finger in the right yeah. had to be spot over there on off the to the side. Yeah. I like that your mouse pad wasn't working in the first place. You went in your mind was I blew up my hard drive. <laughs> Oh no no! It was the hard drive that made me blow up the rest of the laptop, right? And but here, here's something that I realized: I, I the side scrolling thing, that's not just on Trinity, man. Mm-mm. That's on Plasma as well. So so it's an option. That, yeah. No, it's not an option. As in, like I I I, I couldn't get I'm it working plasma. in Plasma either. Oh. On, on PC Linux. So, oh. yeah, there there is no two finger scroll. There's yeah. an option for it in Plasma. I didn't turn it on. I was just like, I I'm, I'm so used to the. Yeah. I turned it on. Does it, it work? It didn't work for me. Oh, it did for me. <laughs> I, I, I oh. never could get it working. I tried. I eventually just hooked up a wireless mouse and, and did it. But oh, well, I, that's one way to do it. I yeah, absolutely I just, had it working. I, I, yeah. I really did. It's not like I got some crazy hardware. Like it's a no. Dell XPS. Like it, I feel like. I was on my Dell laptop too. 
but it's yeah. old. Yeah, this is a ThinkPad. This is all this is all right. in the kernel. So yeah, yeah, not that part. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so so that that does make me wonder. So I mean, that they have this idea that I mean, what used to work still works. So why change it? Mm-hmm. I, I I think that seems to be the deal. That is the idea. I think yeah. And and Joe, you were talking about the looks of the control center. The first thing I want to say about the control center is number one, it is fantastic. Yes. I liken it to Yast. I was going to say, it's very open SUSE sort of feel, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is great. It's got some really cool things. Like you can just a couple clicks and you got an FTP server serving up files to everybody in your network. You got a web server serving up files. Very powerful. You can can set up WebDAV and NFS so quick. Yeah. But it does look like it was powerful in 2003 as well. Well, I don't think we had great things to say about the looks of Yast either, so. Uh, also true. Yeah. 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 Yast has probably been brought up to like 2015. But well, yeah, maybe, I, but yeah, yeah, I agree. You get my point, right? Yeah. Yast was a little cluttered for me. The The tool itself was fine. I did get a little confused on where to go because mm. I, I live in Plasma, so I'm used to just going to their settings. True. Right. And their Very settings true. were there, but... Some of the same settings were here, mm-hmm. and that's where I, I thought maybe with the mouse thing, I was confusing it because you could set the settings in Plasma, and then there were settings in the control center, and I thought, oh. well, am I just overwriting one of the other, and I'm accomplishing nothing? So anyways, I, I, I did some Google searches. I found some stuff, and they were like, well, try that. And they, to be, I thought it was interesting, they, they had like a little tool. There's like a little mouse tool. Obviously, this is an issue because they have a tool for it. Right. So where you could install various drivers and things. So okay. if you have a tool, it must mean somebody has had to use said tool enough to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I installed the tool and I still couldn't get it to work. Um, but that aside, there's a lot going on there. One thing I want to talk about with uh, PC Linux OS and you guys, I, I, I don't know if it was episode Two, three. I hate Synaptic. I think Synaptic is the absolute. In well, hold on. Well, there goes App Focus. In 2021, (laughs) in 2021, I hate Synaptic. In 2020, I hated Synaptic. In 2007, I probably loved Synaptic. Well, yes, where you got all your packages from? In 2013, I probably loved Synaptic. I don't like Synaptic anymore. And I was so sad when I fired up Synaptic. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I was fully (laughs) expecting a software center of some kind. And then Synaptic hits you in the face. I was like, oh, Synaptic. Somebody retire you, please. I know Rocco's dad. Rocco said his dad loves Synaptic. He did say that. And and I, I get it. But it like we have... We have more current tools that work better. I'm sorry. This is this is coming from the guy that spent some time on Trinity Desktop, man. That nothing ever dies in Linux. Never. Yeah. And if and if there's three people in this world that will use it, someone, one of those three people will maintain it. I but guarantee I, it. I think they have a there's a good amount of people that use PC Linux OS. Yes. Like a good amount. Like there I, must be. Yeah. yeah. There there is. I I mean I, I looked at some of the and I didn't write them down, but there were some big numbers that were that they they thought at the time based on downloads and whatever, like good size numbers, enough to, enough to justify the distribution for sure. Um, 
So all these people are using Synaptic. I guess it, they're fine with it. It gets the job done. I mean, it's not beautiful. You're right. But it does install your software. But I don't ride a tricycle to work. It would get the job done, but I don't do it. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've moved beyond tricycle. So well, maybe you should I just, try. I don't know. Some people like it. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Synaptic has more power than a standard software center. I mean, I feel like there's a lot more that you could do. It, it's more there like um, Manjaro's software thing, where you've got all yeah. of the all of the stuff. Maybe so. I, where I don't know. where it it I think it kind of digs at me a little bit is if we go back to the purpose for this distribution from the founder, okay, who was maintaining packages to make it easier for new users to get just going in Mandrake and and wanted to create, and that's why he called it such, PC Linux OS. And it makes Ice Cubes jealous. It makes Ice Cubes so cool. So cool. It makes Ice Cubes jealous. That's oh, their tagline. so cool. And they, they are, at least from everything I could gather, was about making things simple and easy. Mm-hmm. And that's why Synaptic bothers me, I think, because Synaptic is not, if, if, if I put somebody from any other thing on this today. Right. And, and you know, if I put them in- uh, It just doesn't scale uh, though, I think, right? Because at one point in time, we would have said, wow, look at that. That is fantastic. What an easy way to install software. Because yes. before before that, you were downloading some tar ball and yes. extracting it and compiling it. And like now I, said, I could just click, click, click and go to lunch. In 2007, Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm blown away by Synaptic, just like I was blown away by YouTube. Right, but like we've moved, we've I know come I along. Know. I get it. You know, you know, we've we've come along. So that's it. Uh, constructive criticism for PC Linux OS. It would be really nice to have a front end of that that was a little more, you sure. know, uh, just up to date. Um, whatever that was. Uh, I mean, I don't know how easy it would be to to plug in the the KDE default um, store. You know on top of that or whatever i know they're doing a bunch of interesting things with packages uh in the background because we have a mix of of rpms and yeah oh boy the devs and i'll I'll say (laughs) like not installing the software but like updating your software they have a nice little updater that seems to work sits down in your system tray you get the little red thing you click on it oh okay hold on wait a minute well, I'm talking it about works. plasma. Plasma. Yeah. Okay. It works in plasma. It works in plasma, but it yeah. doesn't work. It doesn't in work Trinity. in Trinity, or at least it didn't when we were trying it. And and so I click on that and enter in the root password, and it's off to the races installing my stuff. It was pretty great. Yeah. No, I liked the update. Uh, that that feature right there reminded me a lot of like Manjaro, where like mm-hmm. my little update icon pops up in the bottom corner. I click it, and I can just kind of do it all from there, and I don't really have yep. to get deep into anything to do it that's you know what it reminded me of linux mint oh i I would know sure no no, so i i really do think though and this is i'm I'm trying to separate the fanboy in me from everything else but i really do think uh linux mint does it better because there's so many more options that you can get to see what's going on behind the scenes in the system than the update manager that you get in uh, in PC Linux OS. Though they both do the same job, they both get your packages updated, and they both work fantastically. But yeah, I think 
information-wise, okay. if, if you're a nerd like me and you're like, well, how big is that package? Well, right. what version was the old one? What, what version is the new one? You know, when did it, when did it come out? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that I dig. So I kind of missed in PC Linux OS. But it, yeah. it, hits, it hits the simple mark and it's easy. Oh, yeah. And so it does. there you go. I mean, I think yeah, that's, when you don't that's care, a great tool. You just want to shove them in there. Yeah. Easy. It's a great Done. tool. Great. Yeah. I want to see versions. I need to know. Yeah, like, because it, especially it if I'm gonna have an issue, by, but like yeah. yeah, beforehand, no, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need I need some data, but uh, so again, they have some really like I liked their uh, what was it called the uh, control center? Yes, uh, I think I thought that was a great addition. Um, could use a little makeup, but it's fine. Yeah, like it, 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 I think it gets yep. the job done for Good sure. Functioning tool. And I'm I'm being picky at this point, getting into you know digging, getting into the weeds, you know, as far as the looks of it. But it, it functionally seems sure. very very powerful. Um, so you know, thinking about PC Linux OS and just really just kind of wrapping up their history. And one other thing that I found a little curious. Um, so other than you know the the Trinity desktop, uh, along the way they did officially start featuring uh, Mate alongside uh, Plasma and XFCE. Uh, but also what we see disappear is GNOME. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, hmm, I didn't realize that until I was kind of wrapping up. And I thought, well, GNOME was there because actually one of the reviews I read raved about GNOME. He was like, this is the best GNOME ever. <laughs> um, and I thought, man, okay. I want that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like GNOME 2.32 <laughs> uh, oh, wow. or whatever. Oh, so Mate. Yeah, Mate now, yeah. It, exactly. So, so, they, so didn't, they didn't get rid of Gnome at all. They, they no, just they, exactly. they called it Mate. Well, and that's, so I tried to <laughs> dig back. All, all I could find was a blog post that said, or no, it wasn't even a blog post. The, uh, so one thing we haven't managed, mentioned yet is the PC Linux OS magazine, which I oh, found yes. pretty cool. Like It was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, um, you know, I dug back through, I found a lot of history uh, in mm-hmm. there. It's a nice archive. It's kind of, yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot of neat articles in there. Uh, the one he was talking about in there, though, he said um, that they were working on GNOME 3, uh, on getting it ready and all of that, but then I'd never seen anything past that. And then some of the other articles I read of the day, of the day, were, you know, talking about how difficult GNOME 3 was with packages and all that. So it could be, in my humble opinion, it was more work than it was worth, and perhaps their user base was much more keen to continue using KDE three, which sure. basically became Mate. So, um, at they've had Mate all all along. So I'm going to assume that's where it's at. And and uh, but I was just curious that GNOME just never GNOME three just never got in there. Uh, kind of rare on some of the larger. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, you know, yeah. GNOME's got to be the the most popular of all the desktop for sure. environments. For sure, it, by yeah. by a long shot, I think. But it gets pushed yeah. a lot too, right? It's yeah. it's the feature of Fedora, the, the two large, the two biggest Fedora and Ubuntu. Like it's GNOME. I mean, default. So yeah, you would think uh, if they wanted it in there, it'd be in there, I guess. But it's not. So eh, yeah, oh well, I did I didn't miss it, so it was fine. Uh, other than that, you know, solid. It worked good. The install went well. The I, I like their this is this is picky, but I love the grub menu. I thought it was I awesome. I think that looks it nice. Just, the background image yeah. is is yeah, yeah. Nice background image and yeah. you know it was cool instead of this just black like tiny text like uh like like yeah. I feel like I'm looking at a DOS prompt or something. you know like yeah. it yeah. was it was at least it didn't have the command line feel to it. 
What did you guys think of the installer? Because that ain't Calamaris and that ain't Ubiquity. No, it's not. And it's, it's not. certainly not Anaconda. It's its own. It was fine. It's a little different. The partitioning was weird. Like flagging the partitions was a little weird for me. I don't. I I had to do it a couple times to get it right. It wasn't too bad. I did install it alongside, and uh, I don't remember a Ooh. ton of problems. So I did the exact same thing, Dan. Okay. I, I gave it an entire disc. Oh. You know, I go through the whole thing, and it even lets you choose the resolution that you want Grub to be at, so it you know looks better and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, really, really cool. I reboot into PC Linux OS, into Trinity Desktop for a little while, and eventually I'm like, okay, cool. I want to get back on my uh, my Kubuntu partition, Mm-mm. or Kubuntu disk, rather, because they're two separate disks. Yeah. And I reboot, and I choose Kubuntu, and it's like grub prompt. <laughs> I'm like, what? What happened? Did it delete anything? So I, I, I kind of panic for a minute, and I'm like, okay, all right, you know what? Hold on, hold on. I remember seeing Ubuntu in the PC Linux OS grub menu. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, let me let me let me do that. I scroll down, I choose Ubuntu, and it boots up fine. So it it like it nuked the UEFI yeah. and decided it's UEFI. I was like, Windows, what are you doing, Windows? Come on. It it kind of does that whole thing. Okay. And I don't know what happened there. I it it there's an option during the install that basically says like respect all the other stuff. Oh, I checked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did not respect all yeah. the other stuff. There was no respect so, there. <laughs> it's it's a good thing I like the grub menu because I don't know if I'm going to have any others. No joke. Yeah. That, that um, definitely and, happened. And if you think about like my laptop, I've got- Oh, man. I've Oof. got Windows. I've got Neon. I've got Manjaro. I've got uh, Solus still on there. And now I've got two versions, Trinity and uh, <laughs> KDE. <laughs> Wowie. And I think all of those, I think they're all gone. I haven't taken enough time to, to dig and see if I can get back. I can't even get into my BIOS at this point. What? I hit, How did I hit you break delete that? On, no, I hit delete on Dell to get to the BIOS. And it starts, the little blue thing starts. And, and then it's like PC Linux OS is like, nah, you didn't mean to go there. and just keeps oh, booting to the grub menu. Wow. wow. That's, that's impressive. I might have to go into Windows and then go to like the repair piece and then get into my BIOS from there. And then I'm hoping I'll be able to just reset it back to... Well, let us know how that turns out, because that sounds very interesting. In two weeks, when we <laughs> return to the Linux <laughs> Joe has wiped his laptop when Joe nukes his laptop yet again. Yanked a hard drive right out. Definitely does some non-standard grubby things. Or Yeah. I don't think it was grub, though, because like I said... So the laptop I'm using is a regular BIOS boot. It doesn't have UEFI, okay. right? So yeah. it was fine. Like I w- my install went good. I installed it alongside Arco. It's on the same disk even. It's not even a separate disk. It's the same wow. disk. But did, mm-hmm. did you manually set up your partitions? But Joe, you did too in your No, I manually, set, I, up, I manually, I manually set, up set them up when I did Solus. So that was a while ago now. Oh, you had to yeah. pretty much with Solus unless you were going to yep. wipe, so, nuke the no, whole thing. Like I, I, yeah, I just did a whole disk. I don't know what I used. I used something to shrink my disk, and I did it with Solus. So this time, I'm like, wipe out Solus and put PC Linux OS here, and it did. It just did it. Hmm. Okay. So that may be a difference between UEFI, which I think yeah, Joe and I did, what it sounds and, like. yeah. and if, you know the old BIOS style. Right. Um, yeah. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how interesting it gets. <laughs> Let me take you on a journey. Uh, with Trinity, because 
uh, I don't feel like I demand a whole lot out of a yeah, desktop. I don't know. But, You're pretty you know, demanding, Leo. Sound is pretty normal to want, right? You might, you might want sound, maybe. Uh, so, so come, come with me on this journey. This is this is something that's unique to Trinity, and I don't know how to fix it. And because there's like 70 billion options, they started the whole 70 billion options thing early. So they did. Yeah. This is this is a K mix thing. So what do I do when I install junk on a new distro? I install Audacity. I install Discord, our normal tools to do podcasting and stuff, right? Right. So uh, it was very easy to get the mic working. Uh, I, stupidly, I had turned off the mic in the BIOS. So I'm like, why is the mic not working? And yeah, so I reboot in the BIOS. I'm like, oh, I disabled it. That's probably why. So That's a good reason. Anyway, so I, yeah, so I, I boot back in and get K-Mix and it's like, here's one option. Turn it on. And the mic works. Audacity, beautiful mic works. And what happens when I play back? Nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's surely. I just need to choose the right output device and whatever. So I go and it's Pulse Audio and it's one device and it's already on and it's already maxed out volume. And I'm like, okay. Sounds great. Cool. Let me you play it again. Nothing. I'm like, all right, well, so you go down and you can choose the Intel sound card, whatever that's in here. I'm like, that's definitely what the what the issue is. So I click on that PCH or something, maybe I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, the Intel PCH mixer option. Yeah, no, like like uh, output and the headphones and there's a couple other outputs. They're all maxed out. They're all turned on. And I'm like, what? I, I even remember vaguely back in the day when, when KDE3 was still an actual thing that you had to use the PCM slider. Yes. To, mm. that, that was actually the master volume for everything else. I, I don't know why it was like that, but you know, I, I don't understand what any of this stu- stuff does. <laughs> I didn't back then and I don't now. So I, I cranked that all the way up. Nothing. I went the entire time in Trinity with no audio. <laughs> so I don't know how to fix that, guys. I do I I flipped every switch. I cranked it cranked everything up to 100%. Nothing made it work. I don't know why. It reminds me of the good old days of Linux. <laughs> Seriously, with you know, half the when stuff. You're trying worked. to get Wi-Fi working in audio. It seemed yeah, but, like the but two even biggest back problems. Then, I I've, I found out the PCM thing. I turned up that slider and I heard audio and I was like, whoa, it's a mate. Never got that epiphany in this. I don't know what to do. It's because you and were using epiphany. Like... Were you using the epiphany browser? I had you all the luck apparently because oh. like I booted it up and I got the the tone. As soon as I logged in, I got the Well, I had audio. I, I, I could have sworn I had yeah. audio, but it like it, it went away. I didn't change it. anything, but it went well, away. Check your hard drive. Your hard drive's bad. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so Something wrong with the trackpad? You pad? mentioned browser. <laughs> you mentioned browser, and I got to say, they don't ship Firefox in Trinity. Mm. They ship Brave. Yeah. And man, if you're not going to do a Firefox, because Plasma ships Firefox, if you're Plus not going to do Firefox, then man, what a choice. Brave yeah. is the choice That's to good choice. make. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So Plus one PC Linux. My, my journey's not over because I was like, all right, that's fine. I can at the very least see what happens with Discord. Mm. And, you know, maybe I can, I can talk to you, but I can't hear you. I don't know. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go install Discord. So I go and th- this is, <laughs> Every version of PC Linux OS, I go and install Discord, and it's like, you're going to get version 0.12. Well, that is not the current version. And what does Discord do whenever you don't have the current version? 
please upgrade to the next version. Yeah. Yeah. Download the Deb. The uh, Deb. Yeah. Well, you and can what put is... Debs, right? Don't they have Debs mm, on here? No. They got an app, no. but they don't have Debs. <laughs> they don't do Debs. There's no D package. So, yeah. so no Debs. And I'm like, okay, let me do the Tar GZ one. Okay, cool. I drop that into opt into a, a, a Discord directory. And, it's, and, and as it does, every time I do this with Discord, that, that's not on a non-standard deb distro, it's like, your Discord's broken, but you can still chat and stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's fine with at this. the very least. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the current version, but I'm like, well, I don't want it to be broken. So I uninstalled, or I, I really just deleted the whole thing. <laughs> right. And I installed it via Flatpak. Well, Flatpak didn't give me any of those issues. I could join the the audio channels and everything else but you know what it wouldn't worked anyway because discord could not see any of the audio devices not mm. even the input that actually worked even on plasma so, or was this on trinity no plasma worked fine but this is this is just, just on trinity, trinity. okay oh, i installed okay. flat pack and it just didn't work so it's probably you know k mix doesn't deal with right. the newfangled whatever I, something I don't know. And nothing i didn't flat seal fix that so i'm like well that's useless to me <laughs> and so i'm like you know what there's got to be a way to turn an RPM into a Deb, or a, a Deb into an RPM. And, and then I remembered Alien. Alien. So I looked it yeah. up and found some example, uh, example commands. And I'm like, cool, I think I can do this. So I downloaded the Deb, aliened it, and it was like, you don't have RPM build. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I can go find that. So I opened up Synaptic, and mm-hmm. I searched for RPM build the exact way the terminal told me to. Didn't exist. And so... I'm just like blindly searching around. I came across some blog post that was like, here's what you install. And it's not RPM build. It's RPM dash build. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Give me some fuzzy search synaptic. Come on. Give me something. <laughs> because the command is RPM build. But the mm. package is RPM dash build. Oh, that's brutal. So, so I install <laughs> RPM build. I'm able to alien the thing and I install it. <sighs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah, Discord's corrupted. Same <laughs> as it was with TarGZ. And I'm like, what a waste of time that was. But to their credit, Alien worked fine. And there's actually a GUI that I found um, by user Upgrade. G-R-E-Y-E-D. Um, Upgrade's gonna kill me. Fancy. And he he packaged up something called Package Converter that's basically a, a GUI front end for Alien. You just drag and drop it in there and it does the same thing. Well, that's so that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Um, Could he yeah, package so, in a, a GUI front end for Synaptic? Oh, Could you? Synaptic <laughs> is the GUI front end, I know, end, I know, but it needs another one. Uh, so I, I got to say, there, there were some issues when I installed the Deb, uh, and it was um, it tried to install Chromium as well, which I assume is because there's, a, there's Electron back there. Probably, yeah. So when I installed, uh, like, apt install dot slash, you know, the, the RPM, it was like installing Chromium. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> and then it just hung. And I, I, just, I never figured out what happened. Like, I control C'd. It just ignored me. It was like, yeah. control C, what is that? No. Anyway, so I, I kill that terminal, and I go install Chromium through Synaptic, and it worked. And then I go back to the command line to install Discord, and it finally works. And then, yeah, and then the whole thing. So... Discord on Trinity is just not going to happen for you. The The repo version is too old and all the other alternative ways to do it just don't work. So, ah. If you're going to need Discord, may not be for you. Yeah, Trinity not, no, not for Discord. But everything else seemed to work okay except for audio. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what so I did wrong, man. So let me uh, let me pick your guys' brain here for a second. So <clears throat> this is a rolling release, correct? Yeah. Um, which typically packages stay pretty up to date in rolling releases. Not all, but for the most part, pretty yeah. up to date. Right. So is this is this a are we more of a, a kernel rolling release? Well, I think I think the base packages do. Yeah. The base packages, but but some of the app packages just are are getting well missed or you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily think it's really that big of a deal. It's just because Discord punishes you for using older versions. That's mm. why it's so important in this case. Yeah. If yeah. I had an audacity that was two versions old, It'd I don't fine. care. Right. It right. records my audio and shows yeah. me a little ticker at the bottom. I don't care. I don't, you don't need the have newest to get one. very far out of date with Discord to have it be grumbling. One version. Yeah, one it will harass you. Like that doesn't take long. Yeah. That's right. that's that's harsh. But was it one version out, or wasn't it like? No, just one. It, it's it's dot twelve and dot thirteen is current. Ah, okay. But right. once you are, what the moment that version number is different, it's like, hey, go get the new one. So yeah, thanks. Yeah. Okay, so it's good. Just it, not you know, current. honestly, it really is good. the The operating yeah. system itself is actually really good. It's just when you have these edge cases, like I have. I mean, well, you know, Discord in itself is an edge case. Mm-hmm. Because of the way that they have to handle updates, but you know, I, I think to be honest with you, the the whole look and feel of Trinity, I, I think honestly, I was I was wowed, wooed by the uh, the nostalgia for it. But sure, you know, overall, it, it's still usable. It's still very, very usable, good as a desktop environment. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about, it's very customizable. Like there is a ton of different themes out there. You yeah. want to change it? You want to make it look more modern? Absolutely, you can totally do yeah. that. Ah, stop and- it. No, you can't. No, you can. Just stop. stop. <laughs> you can. Stop. Absolutely, stop. you can. You can make it look more, okay, more modern as far as like 2007 to 2010. Don't you it, dare talk about it's... my plastic theme like that. <laughs> Leo loves plastic. I'm telling you. I didn't come across current themes that would make the desktop feel look more current. I found Plast- a bunch of fine. really cool classic themes that were really yeah. awesome, yeah, but I didn't plastic. find anything that, like plastic, I'll fi- I'll f- yay for you, but hey. it's not a 2020 like theme. All you listeners you out dare. there, you send your themes to at Jojo Fet underscore F- Fet. Please, please do. I, I'd love to, I, I'd drop them in in a heartbeat. I was looking for them. I yeah, was like, no. oh, cool, I'm going to play with themes. And I just stuck with the classic ones and that was fine because yeah. I- well, it was fine for me too, but like, yeah. It was fine because it's where I was at in my headspace, so it's fine. I stuck with plastic because plastic is the KDE3 theme. Just yeah. just use plastic and y- you'll fine. love it. Yeah, yeah. But that let's not let's stop it with it. Like, ah, you can make, you can make it look like a modern district. Look, I'm going to find what? something now. This side you, of the turn of the century- hey, Challenge okay. accepted, buddy. I'm going to find okay. something now. Listen, Windows XP is still modern, okay? People still run it. Yeah, if you work in like government, it is. So <laughs> it's still it's still your daily driver. What I will say, though, overall, Plasma fixed all my issues. So mm-hmm. yeah. the PC okay. Linux OS flagship is fantastic. I like it a lot. I mean, the the, the Discord issue still, still exists, but I mean... Everything else, I, I would be able to get by. It, it's it's actually pretty decent, and I don't necessarily mind having to do like Alien or something like that for a deb or whatever, because everything is a deb, but nothing's an RPM. But 
you know, it, it's it. I, I really do. I liked the vibes of PC Linux OS. Overall. Well, you do have Flatpak as an option as well. And yeah, actually, you know what? That's a really good point. I, I think Flatpak just fills the rest of the gaps. It does. Yeah, and and two, I think we were um, like we we wouldn't be doing it justice if we didn't highlight some of the areas we ran into. I I wouldn't. I can't sit here and say like everything was amazing and it's the best and blah blah blah. But it was good. Like the the plasma. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trinity was Trinity, and and it is again. It is a it's a very specific. Uh, use case that someone is going to love staying in that world and and working in it. That's fine. That's great. I enjoyed my little walk through memory lane. It's not going to be what I used as a daily driver going forward, of course, but I did enjoy it and I love it and I see the merits of it. And again, we talked earlier about those in the Linux community that just don't want anything to change. <laughs> That's fine. There you go. Yeah, uh, it's there for you. You can get on Mate and you can get on uh, Trinity, and you, you should be a very happy person. But as far as the Plasma iteration, my only gripe was Synaptic. Other than that, and and my mouse, that like, was I so couldn't weird. get the two fingers scrolling. Those oh, two truth. things were were it. Everything else, fine. Flatpak yeah, is the, great. I use it everywhere else. I don't mind. Yeah, just those two little things for me. I feel like I I really have to agree with you there because I mean Synaptic feels so out of place. Well, it, it's GTK, so I mean it it's gonna feel you know a little yeah, out of true. place, right? And the control but, center kind of out of place too. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the control center. So, look, so look wise, it's fantastic, but yeah. look wise, it's some it's of the customization place. that they've done, the custom apps mm-hmm. like the control center and a few of the other things, even the little updater, like when it, the little box pops yeah. up and it does, you're like, eh, okay, uh, it'll go away. Um, <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> I don't have to look at a lot. But you know, Plasma Five is is such a serene, beautiful desktop to me. Like it is, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is crisp. It's it's clean. Um, so when you when you pop up these little blobs of very functional software, again, not questioning that at all. They work fine. Control Center works great. The little updater worked great on uh, Plasma. They just look a little out of place. Gotcha. Some people could sure. really care less about that. It's our job to pick, and that's why we do this, is because it's fun to to look and pick and find and, and do all the things. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely got a place. Couple, couple other things I'll mention, like they are not shying away from adding proprietary software either. Mm. So mm-hmm. I saw things like Zoom, yep, you know, things like that 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 are proprietary that are actually installed not even not even like you had to go find it it was already installed in the plasma version um oh was there a secret microsoft repo for uh, vs code hey excuse me sir did you touch my raspian install wrong, and wrong add podcast. a single text line oh, into my, my app sources how dare you sir i didn't how dare, dare you? you i didn't change your sources no sorry oh somebody did i've had it i've had it <laughs> I've had it up to here. Microsoft's watching you. They're trying to extinguish us again. Listen, I don't want to be pinging Microsoft servers, okay? Yep. They're counting us. <laughs> uh, they can count me. I don't care. Google already knows everything. They can just ask Google. Google already knows everything about me. But seriously, <laughs> so those things are built into their repos, and they have yeah. some of them installed, which is, I mean, you, great. You, you want to use your computer, right? So you're yeah. probably going to encounter a piece of software that, you have to go and search. If you want the whole free thing, 
this probably isn't the distro for you. Go to Fedora and don't touch copper. Right. That's fine. Or um, touch copper. Touch it all over. You know, there's other. Well, don't touch ones. it. No, not if you want to be that guy. If there's you want other... to be free, go to Fedora. Don't install everything. Don't use anything. Right. Just look at it. Watch it do stuff. There's no video. Or watching. watch it not yeah. play your videos. <laughs> watch it yeah. not do stuff. That's fine. Like, if that's your thing, go for it. But they give you functional software that you can use, and I think that's great. That is. I feel like PC Linux OS is actually kind of on the... Uh, uh, you, you can... If you're going to compare it to something, you should probably compare it to Solus, right? Well, mm-hmm. So they're, they're not bleeding edge everything, but they still right. have way newer packages than most distributions. And they do go out of their way to make sure that you can get the software that you want. Maybe not every single piece of software that you could ever possibly want or ever possibly have, but they curate a lot of that yeah. stuff for you. And I think that's a fantastic way to make your users happy, right? I mean, because that's, that's the whole point of having this distro is to make yourself first and foremost, right? It's yours. But all of the users that follow it, make them happy as well by sticking Zoom on there. I mean, how many times have we said the word Zoom? We've used Zoom like a lot. Yeah, exactly. It exists. And I checked. You're not joking. It really is installed right there, man. That's yeah, cool. No, it's great. All of that, I think, is is what rounds out this distribution is it, they they have some... I'd call those sane defaults for the average user who's not yeah. just so yeah. crazy about you know third-party stuff or, or proprietary stuff. Like it's just life. We got to use certain stuff. It'd be great if it was all open. It's not. It's just not. It's not where we're at. Um, so it's nice that some of that stuff's installed. Did you did you guys install? The, see, they also had like the with Trinity. I think they still had the mini and then like the Big Daddy. Did you do the yep. Big Daddy? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like, I give me I, all yeah, of I think it. I want to see it. Was well, the I, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I got the Big Daddy ISO because I was hopeful that it was going to have your codecs. Yeah, no, that the fourth box gets filled up one of these days. Oh yeah. Oh well. I, yeah. We're talking to you, bud. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we'll say this. So the the Big Daddy ISO is uh, curated by Ali, and he came into our Telegram mm-hmm. group, offered to help, even gave some of our group, you know, assistance. And so I think that oh, yeah, above man. and beyond support oh, yeah. um, that you get from that, I think that's pretty fantastic too. That's that's another highlight from this distro. And they've got some forums and you see people posting and they're, you know, yeah. they're pretty active on there. And uh, I think the support after the install or during the install or whatever that you get alongside the distro Yep. That also makes yeah. it a great community. Everyone who downloads it, if you download it, Ali's going to follow you around, make sure it works. It's great. It's part of the service. It, he comes on the USB he, stick. He's he'll, right he'll there. fit right in your back uh, pocket. No, we can't thank him enough, enough uh, obviously, too. He, he jumped right in. And uh, one of our number who tends to have difficulty installing things, we won't mention his name on the air, Rocco, um, yeah, uh, needed a little extra help uh, as he was uh, as he was trying to get in, and uh, and Allie was right there, and it was really awesome. So we we appreciated that, and again, yeah. a, a lot of hard work goes into all of these distros. Um, we do pick at them a little bit, uh, but we're running our our day to day lives in within them. Um, yep. So I can't skip. There's one last thing because I because I harp on Mint so much. I can't have Uh-oh. any of these mint heads oh, coming at go. me going, well, what about PC Linux OS website? All right. Okay. So it's not fabulous. Oh, like, you're trying real hard, man. It's, it's, it's not amazing. <laughs> you're doing it's, great, Joe. It's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. 
but it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. So just a little uh, emphasis on that, yeah. It's a very so you're back um, to there. Yeah, it had good. that very KDE three point five web feel, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Not gonna disagree uh, with that one. Yeah. Um everything's not about the website. Again, I just can't pick at one without picking at the other. So I mean, a forum looks like a forum, and that's where you go for the help. So, I mean, how many times do you go back to the front page? Just don't you know? go to the website. Yeah, just the forum go. did look nice. Yeah, yeah. the forum's great. I, I like forum the forum. looks exactly like a forum. If you remember a forum, that's what it looks like. So, you remember a wave? Let's take a memory a walk down memory lane and go. No, we won't do that. Um, <laughs> so, so some of the little final things here again. Um, PC Linux OS. The base system is their own custom fork. It's become its own thing. Um, desktop environments, you have access to Plasma, Mate, XFCE, Trinity, LXDE, and Openbox. Synaptics there, for those of you that love it. Uh, it's some rolling. people do. Some people yeah, do. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm sure there, there's uh, Not somebody's going to. But some people. Yeah, it's fine. It's different. That's great thing about Linux. You can have Synaptic and I can have everything else that works better. You can send your mail <laughs> to Joe. Uh, no Wayland support as of yet. I could find, um, but no system D support either. Yeah. Right. We're not doing that. We're not doing no system D. Get your system D out of here. Uh, rolling kernel. So, you know, you're going to be on. It's 510.11 or something like that. I don't close know. to the latest. It's current. Yeah. It was, it was really current. So that, Hey, that's good. It would run on my Lenovo AMD laptop. Woo -woo. So, uh, that's great. Uh, Solus couldn't do that. Until the update. So, all right. So after an entire month with PC Linux OS, final thoughts? It was it was good. It was a fantastic distribution, but Discord can't not work. That's, that's said. Uh, enjoyed the walk down memory lane with Trinity. And uh, again. I'll agree with that. I had no distro issues. Linux installed well. It ran well. Yep. Everything else was, again, uh, on the edges, in the weeds, so to speak. Little nitpicky stuff, but uh, yeah. Good job on this, uh, the team there, uh, everybody that's working on it. Again, thanks to Allie for jumping in our Telegram and helping out with some installation things with our group, and uh, it was a good time. Agreed. Anyway, big announcement. Confetti. I'm probably gonna mess it up. Shh, maybe but that's okay. Confetti. That's why I got the two of you alongside me. Too late. To help you mess hey, up. Confetti. That's it. <laughs> we are very appreciative for all the Patreon supporters. Therefore, we have set up some new tiers on Patreon. Hold on. You're going to make them cry? Tears? Tears of joy. We got some great new perks to go along with your tiers, including special access to our Discord server. Yay! Yay! We have Discord. Yay! <sighs> Wait, when did we get Discord? Uh, eh, I, don't know. I don't know. When did we start this podcast? A couple podcast? Of minutes ago. Uh, okay. But now we're just going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is invited to Discord. Except Trinity desktop users. Sorry. Gonna have to well, update. It's, it's too late. I'm already there. Yeah. PC Linux OS. Oh, oh well, Flatpak. Just you install can chat Flatpak. With us over there. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> anyway, everyone is invited to Discord, but patrons, well, they get special access members with channels just for you and if you want to join you'll get a little tag or badge or whatever they call those things over on discord these newfangled things that the kids do i don't know yeah you'll get pointed out that you're a patron you're special this from the matrix guy these newfangled things i know right <laughs> yeah let me just go get this element app real quick right just go join our matrix channel then our 
Bumbador channel and then our Mastodon channel and our Bumblebee channel and our Facebook messenger group channel dot com dot org dot k twelve dot us dot show. Sounds right. Channel. Absolutely. And if you like what you hear on the show and you want in on some of these special perks and you want to find out what they are. One of the perks was the rest of the video. You missed half the conversation at the very beginning of this show, right? Damn. So, yeah. yeah, get get in on that. Early access to the recording. Yeah. Those sorts of things. You get those great perks. You can head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash Linux user space. The Linux community has some fantastic members, and we want to make sure to highlight that. In our showcase for this episode, we want to draw your attention to LearnLinux.tv. So Jay has built up more than just tutorials over there. He's got a great community following as well with his own, you know, forums and, you know, a whole learning environment. So we talked about RescueZilla in the last episode. He's got a video that walks you through just how easy it is. See, see, I wasn't lying to you. Yeah, it's great. And so he's got a lot of other videos too. Wait, what's this Windows Server 2019? Things. What What is this? He's going to run that on KVM. Oh, okay. That's fine. Right? Well, hold on. He had a He had a whole video on, and I watched the whole, I was not planning on watching the whole thing, but he had a whole video on the Mac M1 and performance and he uses it mm-hmm. as a um, as a kind of a backup, right? I mean, he does everything on Linux, but for the things that he can't do on Linux, he's got a Mac instead of a Windows box for the most part. And he was talking about the differences between the old Mac and the new Mac. And as we were talking about Mac, what was the last episode of the episode before that? That's really where a lot of the information that I had from uh, the M1 the M1 chip. That's where all that came from. It was Jay. So thanks, Jay. It's pretty good. It's pretty good over there. You got a, you got a channel. It's good. I like it. It's great stuff to learn. And he's got videos for desktop users along with server administrators. There's there's something for everyone. It's it's great stuff. Even me. He's got some Docker stuff, yeah. some Pi stuff. It's good stuff. That's ah, amazing. Yeah. Home lab. Yeah. It's a yeah. Apple absolutely pie. amazing. Apple Pi, right? Mm-hmm. Apple Pi. Mm-hmm. VS Code repository Pi. Ooh. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> there's some angry Linux users out there that are angry. And they're gonna be angry. There's always a group of angry Linux, Linux users. users. never get angry. They're raising their fist at the kids on their lawn saying, Grr. get out of your VS Code. You ruined my entire life on my Uphill Raspberry Pi. both ways. That I wasn't going to update anyways. If you're an angry Linux user, you can feel free to send your emails <laughs> to contact at linuxuserspace.show. Or even if you're a happy Linux user, you can still send your emails there. We'll take them all. You can follow us on Twitter at linuxuserspace to get all the latest announcements for this show and highlights for things that impact your user space. Hey, feel free to join us over on yet another chat platform. Too many. Telegram. How dare you. At linuxuserspace.show slash telegram. Lastly, don't forget to rate this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast application and like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube where you can get the video. The, yeah. Ooh, yeah. the video. Wait, what, what is that, like four more apps? Man, get on the video. Mm. You can Boy, see, we are racking up the apps. Oh, man. You can see my cool little spectral analyzer round thingy. 
Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. And our bobbleheads. And our bobbleheads. The bobblehead. Bobbly bobbly. Patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> you can always get more information at our website, linuxuserspace.show. This is App Focus, where we app on the focus of the app and the focus app of the focus. Next time on the We're Focus app. Focus on apps. Focus on apps. I'm focusing. We, we don't focus enough on apps. Mm. Focus. Just focus. focus. Listen. Listen. Focus. Eyes front. Oh. Yes, Sensei. Focus. So what are we focusing on? Cody. Cody, we've talked about it so many times. Wait, not that Cody. Oh, oh wait. The wrong hedge one. doc. Oh, different Cody. Wait a minute. Oh. Cody. The medical doctor. Yeah, the medical doctor. Yeah, yeah exactly. MD. Not just yeah. Doogie Hauser. It's Doogie Hauser MD. It's exactly. Cody. Exactly. Come on. It's, so it's this is the thing that will play all of your video and all. Wait. Hang on. No, that, no that's not wrong. Right. Wrong, that, wrong. wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay that's I'm, the I'm, Cody I'm, with a K. This ah. is Cody with a C. And the MD. You see why they changed the name now? I, yeah. I, you know, actually, okay, I see it. I see it. So we've called we've called it Cody. I mean, we. Well, I mean, when we installed it, when when. Well, that was so 2020. It says Cody at the top of my screen. It does. I'm sorry. It it yeah. absolutely does. Well, I mean, hold on. You got to blame Dan. Somebody needs to update. Oh, hashtag mm. blame Dan. So. Ooh. So um, yeah. So Cody MD, which has turned into. Hedge Doc. Uh, all right. So, for those of you that don't know, this is HackMD. HackMD was the original project, the enterprise project, and uh, HackMD split into HackMD uh, CE, the corporate edition, and HackMD EE, or oh, community edition, and then enterprise edition. Yeah. That's right. So, um, so yeah. So we had this split, and then HackMD CE turned into Cody MD to avoid naming confusion, and then. That yeah, that didn't really work that out because work. yeah, Cody and Cody. Which Cody are you talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. how about that? One of those Codys, and then we decided, no, nah, we're, we're gonna drop the Cody thing too. We're gonna call this bad boy Hedge Doc. Well, I gotta say, have you seen that icon? That rebranding is nuts. It's the cutest little icon I've ever seen in my life. It's got a little heart, <laughs> and it's a hedgehog. Yeah. Ah, oh, go look, look. Joe, go look. You want to look at a so, really nice web page? Go there. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 like a web page out of twenty twenty. When you say it, <laughs> I think of Henge Docs, which oh, is a, okay, which makes uh, docs for uh, MacBooks. Oh, uh, like why does that okay. sound so familiar? Hedge Hedge Doc. Oh, Henge Docs. So, anyway, very similar. Hold on. Not, so, no, so there might really. be another name change in the future. Now they're going to have to change they... it again. <laughs> oh man, that's not good. <laughs> so okay, all right. So Hedge Doc. What what is what is Hedgedoc? Honestly, you know what it is? It's a multiplayer text editor. That's an excellent description. If you are in any way familiar with Google Docs or Office 365, where you can go on the web and have these collaborative documents and you know everybody adds this and adds that and highlights, and then you can go back and look at history and see what changed and all that kind of stuff. This is it. Except you're not getting a full blown, you know, Word document editor. You're getting a markdown editor and for anybody that prefers markdown over the big heavy text editors this is this is it this is the one 
And we, I mean, we have fun with it all the time. I mean, we, we just talked about it last time mm-hmm. where, I don't know, the stuff that got copied and pasted in there, you kind of had to scroll over a little bit to see it. I think I'm going high score. I'm I'm winning the game. I'm winning. If you need help with your hedge doc <laughs> instance, Dan, uh, who's on Cody MD version 0. 0.9 <laughs> Stop. Um, server, which is deprecated seven years ago. I did, no, no, Also, no, no. if you need a tutorial on how to paste a, an email into... Cody slash hedge doc slash henge doc slash hedgehog doc. Cutest hedgehog. Cute hedgehog. Joe, just go toot about that, if, would you? If you need that, then um then Dan's your guy. Tweet at Dan Simmons. Nope. KC two B E Z seventy five seven one four three two seven Alexander Drive dot com New York. <laughs> and if you do <laughs> that Twitter. in the next thirty days, you get free hosting. Free hosting. <laughs> 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 You get free hosting, and a prince from Nigeria will call and give you money. Of course, so. yeah, and it's all Absolutely. related. You have to yes. you have to send the prince like ten thousand dollars before yep. you get the free hosting. Yep. Get your Bitcoin but while it's ready. It is free after the Nigerian prince, you know, gives you the twenty thousand back. Right. Well, you have to click so you can send it to all ten thousand of your friends. It's an IOU. It's an IOU. It it, it comes out in the wash. It's it's, it's right. all a wash. So, fine. It'll be on your taxes. Of course. So, so with, so with HedgeDoc, CodyMD, whatever this is, whatever this thing is, I don't know. Why would you want it? Honestly, it's it's so I can watch Joe struggle to read an email. That's why I want it. Well, that's, that's the best thing. Well, that's pretty great. That yes. is the joy of it. But I, the collaborative joy. I mean, we put this show together every week, every other week, and uh, we live in that thing. And yeah, I Cody, as it sits. I don't know if it's going to change much when Dan does update it, but I would assume Hedgedock is going to look very similar. But I I love the I, the ability to to have it in editing mode and then the side by side mode. So as you're editing in Markdown, you can see yeah. what it's going to actually look like, and then have it in presentation mode on the other side. I love it. Like I think it's cool. We can all be in it at the same time. It's much better than working in like a Google Doc or a Word Doc or something like that. It's it's yep. really cool. And yeah. it's cross platform because it's in your browser, right? Yep. So you can use it in any browser you want to. I'm using Firefox. I'm sure Joe's using some Chromium something or another, edge, or whatever. Edge, Edge yeah, all exactly, day. Whatever. At me, Bill. At me, Bill. Get at me. <laughs> so I mean, I'll be over here in Vivaldi. It's okay. Ugh, gross. So uh, you can you can use whatever browser you want to, and you can get at Cody. But one of the coolest things about this, right? And I think Dan can speak a little bit more to this. But how do you use it? I mean. You just log into it and start creating documents and doing all that kind of thing. But I know right at the very beginning, um, Dan, you didn't want to have to deal with all of our credentials and you didn't want to do usernames, none of that. So how how did you fix that? Well, so I uh, basically did OAuth, um, you know, authentication. Um, you guys all have Google accounts, so yeah. it's tied to your Google. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's Google, but there you go. I use Google as, as yeah, a little bit, and this is this is where I use some of that Googleness, and it just makes it super easy, and you don't have to worry about uh, dealing with user accounts, right? To figure out who's editing who and have the history and all that kind of thing. Yep. That's that's it's, it's it is super important when I don't know Joe comes in and decides to delete your entire section and be like, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, so you know, whoops. You got to be able to point the <laughs> finger, right? I, I wouldn't know it was Joe unless uh, there's a paper trail. So paper trail. Yeah. Yeah, a little margin over on the side. No big deal. So mm-hmm. obviously, I have to ask: Are you going to use HedgeDoc <laughs> if we have another episode? I don't know. If we don't get canceled after today, it all hinges on that, right? It all hinges 
Hedges. Hedges. Our, oh, we got to hedge our bets. Let's hedge our, our bets. Let's, let's, let's hedge it. <laughs> that will continue to use this doc. Thing. Dun, dun. <laughs> so I have a pretty pretty simple setup. I, I basically have a, a Docker, you know, with Docker Compose. I pull down the latest image and there it is. Yeah, and if you order in the next 30 minutes, you can get Docker for free. Oh, Docker. Yeah, Docker. Yeah, might even come with a pair of Dockers. Ooh. Yeah. Is this, uh, how do we have this hosted? It's on Linode. Linode.com. You can go to Linode right now for 100,000 free dollars and 27,000 free hours. If you go to Linode.com slash Cody MD dot something. <laughs> and the takedown notice is here. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this the part where every Linux podcast has a commercial about, about the Linode or? Stick around and we'll have another commercial. In the Sorry, minute. I lost myself. Yeah. You lost us too. <laughs> Next time we have a what kind of what kind of episode is this? It's one of those ones where we just talk about stuff. You know, we don't do the distro, but we do do a distro. Yeah, topics. Nah, the topic We're talk show. About topics. We got to talk about topics, topics. But you know, as it gets closer and closer, the topics change all the time, and we miss a lot of stuff. So one thing I would love is if you have a topic that you want to hear us chat about, send it to us, either in email or Telegram or this newfangled Discord thing we got. Just send us your link, let us read over it, and uh, yeah, I mean, if it's, a, if it's something that we can blabber on about for about 20 minutes or something like that, it'll definitely make it to the show. So, yeah, next show, topic show. And are we going to pick a distro? Are we going to do that? Is this, is this right now? We should pick a distro. We should pick we should. a distro. What distro are we going to do? Joe, you had some thoughts on this. Uh, Miley Cyrus Black, I think it is. That's something like that. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca? Oh, that one. I don't know. Aren't they all the same? Is it rolling? Hey, hey, <laughs> you know why you don't see Miley Cyrus and Rebecca Black in the same room at the same time? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, blew your mind That's there. a bold statement. I had a lot of thoughts on it. I don't remember where we ended up. <laughs> Come on, you know Where you we... were just ready to hop on that Nitrix train. Oh, you Nitrix. You love yes, app images. Yes, that's it. What, what, what are you going to do without your app images, man? Um, that's the place where app images go. Out to pasture? We'll find out. Yay! <laughs> Nitrix. Don't they have a, their own Nitrix. theme? Is that like an icon theme? No, that's Numix. Ah, same thing. Good call. Uh, you you had me. You had me, and I was like, "Do they really?" What? Numix, Nitrix, eh, eh, something starts with an yeah. N, ends with an X, eh, yeah. Nitrix. So what's so cool about Nitrix? App images, man. That's it. App images. Got an Ubuntu base, so I mean, it's gonna be familiar, and you can do mm-hmm. the Ubuntu stuff. But app images. Everything is an app image, and they're uh, are, are they a little more rolling, or are they they're they'll be they really are just Ubuntu base. I think they really are just an Ubuntu base. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm not sure what they're based on. We're going to find you out. You know what? You know, Joe is going to let you know in the history section a couple of episodes. Gonna find, we're going to find out. Exactly. Whether you want to know or not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig. I'm going to find some stuff. Listen. All the history. Sometimes we just don't put a lot of thought into what we do. We just do things because, you know, whatever. It popped up on a Google search one time. And we're like, yeah, let's do well, that. We spun the wheel yeah. and yeah. there it was. Sometimes we just hate ourselves and want punishment. Hey, hey, it could be this one. It could be the next one. I don't know. But yeah, we don't know yet. Nitrix will find out. Is it worth it? (laughs) 
thank you everybody for listening and your support. Remember, the more support you give, the cooler colors you get in Discord. Yay! Yay. Please follow along with uh, Nitrix. Get it installed on your box. Put it on a VM. Get it on that extra laptop that you have. Dual boot it with your desktop. I don't know. It depends on how adventurous you are. But for the next four weeks, we're going to be diving into Nitrix and having a good old time over there. So follow us along. But until next time, where can we find you, fine folks? You can find me at KC2BEZ on Twitter. You can find me at JoJo underscore Fett. And you can find me at Leo Chavez. Join us in two weeks when we return to this here Linux user space. Bye. Bye. Cheers. R worked. Yeah! I know it worked, Joe. Why do you think? I would tell you something that wouldn't work. Well, I don't know. Trust you. I don't think I like Keanu Reeves that much. I can't stand Keanu Reeves. He's the worst part of the movie for me, but it's no. pretty amazing. I know. Well, I, it's good, but like that's probably part of the turnoff for sure. Oh. I, think, I think his persona fits it perfectly because he's the aloof guy that goes to work every day, doesn't make any trouble, and then... <laughs> He's he got you got to turn it around, man. He's the savior of all of humanity, uh, dude. He's also yeah, but you just said it. He can do kung fu. Yes. Yeah. He can. And he showed him. He showed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's the, the the king of that. Yes, movie, I think. He's, yeah. Well, he makes the movie. Yeah. He can make any movie, but yeah. yeah. He killed it in that movie, dude. It was so good. Bib Snapalufa. Uh.